This is CliffCentral.com. Evolution. It's Wednesday and it is the football show. A show about football. Jomo Sono, the coach. <laughs> Jomo Sono, the agent. Jomo Sono, the scout. Leicester City, Tottenham Hotspur, Steve Compella. Jomo Sono, the bus driver. Dwindling stadium attendances and the Rhodes University rape protests. What up, Theo Mojo? You're What's right there, going man? on, world? What's, What's going on, everyone around the world? What's, what is going on on a Wednesday? 12 o'clock GMT. <laughs> Did you say 12 o'clock GMT? Is it CIT? What is it? It's G- we're GMT, we're plus, GMT two. plus 2. We're GMT okay. plus 2, yeah. Ah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. We're here. Yes, we're here. And so, uh, uh, I think it's introduction time. And it's uh, introduction time. Let me introduce time. and do you. Do me. While you stand there. Yes, do while me. While you sit there. Yes, yes. Many, many stories have been told around campfires about him. The stripper <laughs> whisperer. Yes. A hero to many. Yes. And a villain to none. Yes. A man on first name basis with the entire Politburo, an exemplary Zimbabwean immigrant that pays 70% tax but still has enough disposable income to sponsor strippers all over Gauteng province. Yes. Through Damlin yes. and Monash. Yes. The inimitable paragon of philanthropic <laughs> excellence. <laughs> the man that we all know is the king of strippers. Yes. The one and only yes. Zimbabwean comrade question. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you. Yes, exactly. yes, 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 yes. That was special. That was a special intro, Theomoja. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I feel mm. so, I feel, I feel happy elevates, to be here. Elevates. It elevates you just my need spirit. that Kanye West. My spirit Beautiful is elevated morning. now. Beautiful morning. You need to get a sip in my, that, whatever you, you know say. You what? know what? I just want to feel liberated. That, that is exactly it. Thank you, Theomoja. Um, thank you so much. Now I shall get into Theo Mojo's intro. Mm. Bow down in the presence of black excellence. Bitches. Bitches. Women. I'm not Is his family photo. Moto, sorry. <laughs> Moto. Moto. <laughs> Motto. A symbol of two black unicorns swimming in an ocean of gold bars. Is his family crest. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's me. The first African to import his own personal money. Money tree from the Forbes Institute of Reckless Balling. Yeah. The God, the King, the pharmaceutical magnate with the cardigan collection valued in the millions. Theo Mojo in the building. Theo, Theo, what is going on? And thank you so much for such a true reflection of my character. (laughs) The crest was, you know, was a creative expression by none other than, uh, What's his name? That, that, that short black guy. Which short black guy? The, the guy. You guy. know the guy, man. Which one? That does that happy song. What's his name? Pharrell. Pharrell. That's it. Oh, That's yes. the guy. I forgot yes. his name. Okay. But thank you very much for that introduction. And here we go with yeah, today's yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, 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 Oh. Oh. Are you, I cannot are you wait. Can you not? Oh. Yes. Oh. It's the football show. It's the football show. Top of the dome. You're going to start. Stop. Top of the dome. Give us oh. a bar. Give, give us 16, Waiting. man. We've got a Nigerian. <laughs> Okay, Ninja okay. Turtle. No, no. no we no. call him Ehi. <laughs> Durak Jesus. Oh. oh also known as Don Otello. Are you rapping? Oh, what I are am, you doing? I am. He's a Nigerian <laughs> Ninja Turtle. Don Otello. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa. Boss. Come boss. on. Boss. Oh, no. I got to give it to you. I there we go. All right. Let's start. Let's start the show. Let's start the show. So, uh, anyway, as usual, fans can tweet us using the hashtag TheFootballShow. Or tweet us at football show CC, or you can call us on 0861-555-189. Or alternatively, you can like our Facebook page, The Football Show, emphasis with a P of foot on football with a PH. Or alternatively, you can also chat to us using the Cliff Central call in, web man. chat or call WeChat in. ID, which is Cliff Central. 
Ooh. And uh, we now have a Payscope account, and we've been saying this for probably like eight months now, and we have never posted anything. Have we? We've done something. We have. We, we have. have. It's just Periscope's very complicated. It's very complicated. It's what very do you do? You you, you just you, sit there. You, your hand gets tired. Your hand holding. gets tired from holding the camera. Yeah. And we're so, but we will be back. Yeah, we will be back Periscope on Periscope. Soon. Yeah. And uh, you can follow us there as well. Follow the PA. Tweet us. Tweet us. All right, uh, just going to get serious for, for a little bit. Theo Moji, give us the ground rules, fam. So today uh, we stand in solidarity with Rhodes University students who are protesting against rape culture, not only in our universities, but across South Africa. Yeah. It is a conversation that is long overdue, and we commend those we have been brave enough to stand up for the rape survivors. And I am one who would like to take a moment to thank every single one of those brave women and individuals who have gone out stood up, been recognized, and are making a statement about the complete and utter disgusting rape culture that is permeating itself in South African society, which has permeated itself for the last however long, and it is time to take a stand. And I think the criminal justice system has a long and arduous road ahead of it in dealing with this culture. So shout out to the Rhodes University students, and we are with you, and we are supporting uh, thank you so much, Theo Mojo, for that tough, tough ground rule. Um, back to the beats. Back, Ooh, to, the beats. Uh, back to the kickoff. Let's kick off with uh, yo the EPL this weekend. Eh? Jeez, Jesu, 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 Jesu. And there are more matches today. There were Ooh. more matches last night. Um, but let's just get straight into Norwich City zero, Sunderland three. Who cares about Norwich City? But Sunderland come back from the Jeez, dead. This is a six pointer. Yeah, it's a six pointer. Yeah, yeah. Fabio Barini. Fabio Barini. Bit of fisty cast from Big Sam on the side there. Fisty this cast. is like I mean. Big Sam. You can't teach that. This is this is <laughs> not a pub. This is not your local. Bro. Yeah. You can't be it's starting local, fights. Fam. 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 fam, it's not your local. It's fam. not your local. Fam. You can't be starting fights with premiership footballers who work out every single day. <laughs> Guys are benching 125 kgs, man. You can't be doing this shit. But it's fair play to Sunderland. They're looking to escape the drop, and I think this could be their way out. Great. I, What's his name? I, Alex Neal? Alex Neal. But I thought New, I thought Norwich were safe. You know, in they were they look, looked like they were cruising. For if a you bit. don't look at the at the table, you think they're safe. They play with a certain um, joie de vivre, you know, like a, a swagger, swagger. You know, Dudonay du Mbokani <laughs> playing up front, <laughs> former stand 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 number nine. Yeah, he's been brilliant, and they've got Patrick Bamford as well, who's yeah. come in ex Chelsea. Well, he's a lonely Chelsea man who was a Crystal Palace. Who's there? Yeah, but I think it is so tight in that. Drop zone. Well, Villa, we know now. I fucked. Villa's Excuse good. Me. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're done. They're, they've they've been relegated already. Norwich are on thirty-one points. Sunderland on thirty points. Newcastle are on twenty-nine points. Yo, Crystal Palace on thirty-nine. They're in sixteenth. It is but it's, close. They're, they're not that far ahead as well. Because there's what four games, five games, five games yeah. left. And Palace play United today. Mm. All right. Uh, and then Everton won. Southampton won. It's really like a mid-table hey. game that no one cared about. Martinez out. Is this is this the time? Is this because I've seen Everton fans for the first time since Martinez's reign there yeah. saying Martinez out. He had a big problem with Baines. I don't know. Yeah. He, he benched Baines yeah. for for some comment he made about them not having any you know chemistry in the squad. But R- Lukaku, what is it? Five games without a goal. Well, it's because of the standards he's created for himself. He's a top true, player. True. I think. No, he's no, a top he's, striker. What? He's 22 years yeah, old. He's reached 100 old. goals, yeah. I think, for, for he's, ev- he's not, in the Premiership. Well. He's not done too badly. He's, he's done well. So I think, you know, we, we can give him some leeway. That's 11th. That was 11th versus uh, 7th. Mid-table clash if there was any. Yeah. Um, Newcastle United 3. Jesus. Was it Southampton that they beat 3-0? No, it's not Southampton. It wasn't Southampton, it was Swansea. Swansea, yes. So Swansea. Swansea. Newcastle 3, Swansea 0. That's over the weekend. Yeah. Benitez has first three points as a manager. As a manager. Newcastle now on 29 points with a draw last night against City. Yeah. And uh, they are second from bottom. And they have Sunderland with one point ahead of them. And as we said, Norwich... Two points ahead. Two points ahead of it. Them. It is. It's a scrap, eh? Squeaky bum time. <laughs> this is the relegation scrap. This is where you pull out all the big guns. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, last night, Rafa Benitez benched John Joe Shelby. Yeah. He benched Genie Wijnaldum. Mm-hmm. And he played with Andros Townsend and Papi Cisse up front. And Tiote and Jack Colbeck, aka the Ginger Pierlo, playing in, anchoring, in midfield. Yeah. And they played such a brilliant game. He's not scared to drop the big names. But Townsend, though, I mean... Oh! oh. 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 
Oh, remember when this guy was touted as England's next big, next big He was the big, shining mm. turd that had come, come good <laughs> from Spurs. He was that golden English kid. Yeah. And he had all the pressure on him. He scored a brace against Slovenia. And everyone thought he was, I don't know, the new Gascoigne or something. And or the new Jack, or the, the new Jack Wilson. The new Jack Wilson. The new, the new, the new Walcott. Yeah, yeah, no. And he's just and I mean, turned... that's setting the bar really low, to be, to be <laughs> honest. That's... So I saw that, that meme. All Walcott's done in the last 10 years is grow called... a beard. You, you just grow a beard, fam! Fam! Mandem! Mandem just grow a beard! Mandem, you just grow a beard, fam! Wait, we're tired, you know? We're tired, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal Fan TV, it is hilarious. It's hilarity. We actually have a clip of Arsenal Fan TV later on, so stay tuned and uh, you will get your... Oh, it's brilliant. We're going to call some Arsenal fans today. Um, I think we've got Rich in... in no, in, no, not, not yet, Duncan. In, in London. Do, do you want to say something, Duncan, about Arsenal? No? Do, do you want to... Nah. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, we're going to call some Arsenal fans later, and uh, as usual, we will have... I feel Arsenal fans, being an Arsenal fan myself, are the most... Hilarious people on social H- media. Hilarious. Hilarious. Com- hilarious. Um, schizophrenic as well, I think. It's, it's bipolar. A complete bipolar. It is, I don't know what it is. It's bipolar. It is narcissistic person. I don't know what it <laughs> narcissistic is. Narcissistic personality disorder. disorder. I don't know yeah. what it is. A complete mixture of all these factors. Yeah. Put in with delusions of grandeur, I think, delusions at times. Delusions of grandeur. Which has made Arsenal into this toxic mix of Low, high expectations yeah. and consistent, low and mediocre delivery. Achievement, yeah. What, I mean, I, now we are in our traditional fourth spot. But anyway, yeah. let's, let's shelve that for a little bit and let's go to some more results. West Brom nil, Watford one. Mm. That's a good one for Kike Flores Sanchez. Actually. Yeah, yeah, man. It's. I think they've done. Watford are in twelfth this season. They're, yeah, but they're, they're the same points as the three points ahead of. I mean, Crystal behind Palace, Ch- right? uh, Chelsea. Are they three points ahead they're, of Crystal Palace? They're behind. Yeah, they're three points behind, ahead of Crystal Palace. Mm. And with what they've, the squad they've had, man, Igahala having a great season. Yeah. Troy Dini. And they brought in Abdi as well, who's, who's brilliant. But you know, he's, the funny he's thing done okay. He's done we, okay. We had this impression that Leicester were, I mean, not Leicester, uh, Watford, were like a very free scoring team. They're actually one of the worst scoring teams in the league yeah, this season. Yeah, I think we actually look at Igalo's run, and which, you think that's and how we the think team that's scores, how the, yeah. But it wasn't. Actually. It wasn't. Yeah, I saw that over the weekend. I'm like, oh, I, I, then I, I didn't know that. They're, they're not a great side, mm. but I mean, I think he's done what he has with his side. He has yeah. done more than it can achieve. And okay. you even look at this game, Gomez, Herrera Gomez the stops two, two penalties. penalties in a game. Yeah. You have to give it to him. And Saidu Berahino, who's already a pariah figure at West Brom, yeah, hasn't done penalties. enough. He misses two penalties in a row. What? Yeah, yeah it's it's tough. But okay. well, what, well what you have with Saidu Berahino is the English curse of English players. Oh. Where, you know, you put the horse before the cart or the cart before the horse, whatever it is that you do with carts and horses. And it's a cart you, horse situation. It's a cart horse situation. You, 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 you give the player so much hype and so much responsibility at an early age. Sadie Berino was what, 19 when he yeah. goes into the scene? And he and had England cap at the was 21, I yeah, think. Yeah, and we make it seem like he is this great hope for English football. Not that anyone cares about English football on a national level anyway. Yeah, they are perennial trash. underachievers. It's complete trash. And, now he's supposed to be delivering game in, game out, and he is just an average player. It is. That's exactly it. And you look at the. I mean, you remember that transfer pro, uh, uh, issue when he was supposed to be going to Spurs? Spurs yeah. I don't see Berahino at Spurs. He's not a Spurs kind he's of player. He's not a Spurs kind of player. Especially under Pochettino. And right look now. at yeah, look look at Spurs in a Champions League position. They're going to yeah. come second or possibly or first, first yeah. in the Premier League. You do not want Sadie Berahino. You want a quality striker up front who's world class. Who can go and slot in at probably one of the, some of the best teams in the world? Yeah. And Barry Hino is overhyped English talent once again, like True. John Stones. Yeah. He is another example of what English media and English football fans have put on young players' shoulders and they fail to deliver constantly. Right. So let us move on. Some wise words from Theo Mojo. Put that down. Hmm. Uh, Newcastle United won Man City won. We spoke about that. Aguero becomes the player to reach 100 goals. Jeez. The second fastest player after Alan Shearer. I think Alan Shearer did yeah, it Alan at 120 Alan Shearer is 124. 124 and he's 146. And, you can't yeah. doubt the quality. Oh, you can't teach that. You can't teach that. You can't teach that. You're either born with it or you're not. <laughs> <laughs> that is that divine Sergio Aguero as much. And the, the most poignant moment in Aguero's Career at City has to be that goal against against Crystal Palace that defined what him about as a that player. Goal against, uh, is that the, the Crystal the, Palace game? That the last day? Yeah, the, the last. I mean, day sorry, QPR. QPR yeah. That's the go- that's the, the goal we talk of the league. Yeah. Aguero! Aguero! Oh my 
going on? Where? I just okay. Hashtag Where does football go from here? <laughs> where does football Staggering. go from here? Staggering. Staggering. <laughs> that but is you know, as usual, as usual, we believe the hype. Remember how we were like, that has to be like the greatest finale, finale of, ever, of football yeah. of all time. But 20 years ago, was it 1989 when Arsenal won at Liverpool? Yes, wasn't yes. that the last day as well? The last day yes. as well, and they were down 2 0 with 30 minutes to go. I mean, 13 minutes to go. And, uh, and, it, and uh, all of a sudden, we forget, it's, it's sort of like fans have this pre Premier League Sky Sports era from yeah. 92. Yeah. Onwards, we only we only know think football then. Yeah. Only that. Yeah. Before that, it's everything there's else no was shit. There's yeah. no football. Before that, there's no football. Okay, moving along, we have West Brom. Okay, we spoke about West Brom. Leicester Bournemouth City. one, Liverpool two. Yeah. They've won what three games on the trot? Three or is it four on games on, on the trot now? Three games on the clock. Mm. On the clock in three different competitions. Mm. Not bad for Liverpool, considering that. And they, they benched a lot of players as well. They did. They did. They did. Leicester City two, West Ham two. That's what we need to talk Jesus about here. You can't Christ. teach that. There you go. Talk you, about drama in the Premier League. You can't afford to give Jamie Vardy all you that space you, and expect to go unpunished. There you go. In the back and of the you, you give him that much space, the guy's going to take take advantage of it. <laughs> N'Golo Kante, who's probably been one of the best players in English football this season, <laughs> drifts in past, I think, Lanzini, and he gave him a ball, a peach. A peach. A peach, a peach. he rested and he banged it. In oh, the he, banged old, it. Under, he banged it. He banged it. But in I mean, let's, let's talk about this game. You, you're 1-0 up. Your the it's premiership minutes, you, and then all of a sudden, did he need to take that dive? That is the one of the worst dives in Premier League history. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I'm telling fair, you, th- there is some there, contact. There is contact. I mean, but it's but ever they, so slight. Ever so slight. Thing, do you see now that why English apologists? Oh yes, because if that's if a foreign player had done that, done that, oh, it, he's, oh he's crucified. He's crucified. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at Ronaldo, you look at guys like Eduardo, Nani. remember Eduardo, oh, Nasri, all guys, guys were crucified. Drove. That is a complete yeah. absurdity of what English pla- fans, and I think the media has, has it's xenophobia. Given, it's, it's, <laughs> it's xenophobia. It is. The English press is xenophobic. If a foreign player had dived like oh, that. Oh, we wouldn't. Remember, we'd, Jamie we'd, Vardy's a racist. He's a racist. He's a racist. He's a diver. He's dived. This is the second time. You look at United's 5-3 from last season. Yeah. He dived for a penalty then. Yeah. No one said anything. If this was on Joga Bonito, he'd, be, he'd get thrown in the pits. He did. Divers get thrown <laughs> exactly. in the pits. And you look at it and he says, he goes in there, he gets a second yellow, mm. and he goes and calls the ref, sorry for my words, a cunt to his face. <laughs> you can't be calling a professional grown man who's come out to do his job. A, a reproductive organ. A reproductive human organ yes. in, a vag- in a vagina. <laughs> parts, parts of it. I don't know which part, but I think all I of it. I think them. it's the entire It's vagina. a complete yeah. vagina. Yeah. But complete um, you can't vagina. be doing that. Yeah. And if he was a foreign player, they'd be like, what does Big Sam say? These, these foreign players are bringing in an element of the game we don't like. Dive what it. about, what, what about, about the, your the English players? players? Yeah. Shut up! Bastard. Shut it. Dirty laptop. And heads. then you look, 91st minute, yeah. they, they handed a, a penalty. <sighs> And it's meant I, to be. I don't think. I, I don't think that's a penalty on Schlupp. I think it was. It was very. It was very. It's not a very penalty. Soft. As far as I can see, it's not a penalty. That's Do you think the, you the, the the ref was making up for the for the other one? You, I think he felt pressured by the fans to at least to, to do something, because the Leicester I mean, story is just too good it's to too destroy, good to right? Destroy, yeah. But I mean, here I am now as an Arsenal. This is what Arsene Wenger has done to me. I am an <laughs> Arsenal fan rooting for Leicester City. To win the English Premiership because you'd rather have them than because I'd rather spuds. have them than those spuds. Oh my goodness, I'll just die. <laughs> and I have all these followers on Twitter who are oh, super, yeah. super Tottenham Hotspur fans, and I'll just Saint Tottenham's Day is Saint not going to happen Day. anymore. It's not going to happen anymore, fam. Oh. Um, let us move on to the Arsenal Grammys. one, Crystal Palace one. A season that promised so much continues to unravel for the Gunners, who now sit in their now traditional fourth spot. Time to say au revoir, Arsene, or. Um, but I mean, mm. it must be tiring for Arsenal fans to continue what to are your the personal same mistakes views? every season. It is this ridiculous. has been going on for how long? This is like six, seven years now. Like on the trot, you can see it. Arsene, do this. In fact, I'm. I'm being is it kind a menta- is it a mentality issue? Which I've I personally feel yeah. that Arsenal. I'm being kind to Arsene Wenger. He's washed. He needs to go now. Now, but but now, his now. his grip on power at Arsenal is so he's deep so seated. intertwined into the fabric of the club, and he's I mean, he's like with Usmanov and the, and the, <laughs> I think Henry Winter was at the the Arsenal what's it called the the fans meeting yeah, I think the, the Arsenal supporters trust, supporters yeah. trust. Yeah. and they were going on about you know is is this an Arsenal Wenger out wankfest is this like a is that what it is is that 
are Arsenal fans delusioned in thinking Wenger should go, or is it a narrative that is pertinent throughout all Arsenal fans? What is it? I think now this man has reached the sunset of his career. It's it's now the twilight, as they like Where to say. Where he needs to reinvent himself. Not even don't don't reinvent yourself. Walk away with a bit of, a pride, modicum of right? grace and pride, and say you know what, and be man enough to say I have failed the club X Y Z. And no one is taking away from what Arsene Wenger has done for the club. He ha- he's Arsenal's most successful manager, without a doubt, by a country mile in front of Herbert Chapman and George Graham George and all those Graham, kind of yeah. people. And he has done so well for the club. But for us to remember his legacy now, it's so difficult. It's like Robert Mugabe. And essentially, he's saying you don't want him to tarnish his legacy. Robert Mugabe and Arsene Wenger are oh, essentially the same, the same, the yeah. same person. Right? Do, do we have a caller? Albert, you're on the line on the football show. What's up, man? Hi, Alef. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Hi, Albert. How are you? How's it? How's it, guys? How are you doing? We're Fantastic. good. We're good. So tell us about uh, Arsenal 1, Crystal Palace 1. I mean, we're talking just now about a season that had promised so much and continues to unravel for Arsenal. 1-0 and cruising. It seemed like a training match for the guys. What happened? This is your proverbial, what do I, what do I say? Guy marries a street chick, right? <laughs> Okay. And expect everything to be okay in the end. Now, definitely not, because the next nigga with the next $100 note. You might have to speak up, Robert. We some. can't hear you here. Okay, listen. So now, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. Cool. So, um, what has happened? Uh, Wenger has happened, actually. Wenger has happened. <laughs> um, um, it's typical. Um, every year, same shit, different, d- different season. Um, same result at the end um, is the very epitome of stupid, if not um, uh, ineptitude of, of I don't know what magnitude now it is on. But now look at it this way: um, from team selection yeah. um, to the buying decisions off season, you know, you know what we need in that team, yeah. you know which positions are lacking, and yet you retain faith in a shit. Or injured British core, or injured team list, wherein mm-hmm. you end up struggling for ideas. Yeah. Look at look at Ranieri, yeah. right? Ranieri, when he started this season, he got rid of his big name players. What did he leave? He left the people who were hungry to do better, hungry to win. Mm, very true. He, he got left there with people that won him the championship in Division One. Yeah. Now. These are no marquee players. These are your guys like Jamie Vardy three years ago was playing fucking blue, blue label football, yeah. pub football. But so is, is, Today, it, a, is it an issue yeah. of mentality? Because, um, I mean, the, the guys at Africa, I mean, football as a country, there's a tweet that they put out on uh, last night or Monday when yeah. Tottenham were playing where they're saying Tottenham play like this is the last game of the season and they need to win it. Whereas Arsenal play like there's always another game, there's another season, there's another month and you can win that other game later. Is it a matter, an issue of mentality? Is there a way with how, is there a problem with how Wenger, as a coach, prepares his players for seasons, for matches, for anything? There seems to be a mentality problem. That is if you assume that he actually prepares this guy, right? <laughs> because um, the, the, this chap, for me, looks at his players and he goes, and they play, they play, you know, those, that mini game we used to call, um, back where I come from, we used to call them gaps. Oh, guess, right? yeah. You, you, you play what you play, a defense versus attack, and you think, oh, everybody's touching the ball nicely. Yeah. But there's, when you get to game day, right, mm-hmm. the other team's been studying you for yonks, mm-hmm. and they know who your danger man is. They go, they put two men on that, mm-hmm. and then where's your next game plan? Four. Yeah. You don't stand by the touchline, right? You don't cajole your players into having more heart, having... I mean, changing tactics, etc. I mean, the one coach who will not substitute a shit player, even after five minutes, you wait after a whole game is done to try and change things, and you're probably two, three down. Yeah. So it's a Wenger mentality that we have, where he, in his own, um, I can't find the word. Um, um, I mean, it's, it's sort of like, if you were to put speed to it, it would be um, just a shade past lethargic, the way that you think. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because because he thinks um, and I mean look at the excuses that he gives. Yeah, there's no there's there's no better players out there in the market. Oh, come Fuck on. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Aubameyang was fucking available, 
right? Giannali Mbula was available. was available. Tell me about it, right? And look at it this way. This guy, then, just because Riyad Mahrez has come out and been the top guy, that the top player that is being the seed, yeah. he says, "Oh, I passed him up when he was being offered for seven hundred thousand. So what the fuck are you doing passing up somebody for seven hundred thousand? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I mean, for some, he is outdated. Yeah. People have found him out, right? His type of football is done. The emperor's right. new clothes are, are nothing. He's wearing nothing. No, they're, they're, no, they were new in nineteen ninety-six, bro. This <laughs> is two thousand and sixteen. Yeah. The emperor's clothes are worn out mm. and it's done. All right, uh, Albert, is... thanks so much for the call, man. Uh, thanks yeah. so much, Albert. So you're a Venga out now? This, no, this guy needed to be out eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Albert, cheers. Thanks so much, Thanks man. so much, Albert. Cheers, guys. Cheers. All right. All right we're going to go for a quick ad break and we shall be back. Ed noted that the feather down duvets were the softest chili. And now, more on the dust mite that is causing the latest outbreak of avian flu across the city. It was hard to describe such softness, but armfuls of adorable baby birds sprung to mind. Thanks, Ken. Health professionals have just confirmed that the mites have been breeding predominantly on duck feathers. Helen cocooned herself in layer upon layer of the abundant feathery duvet disappearing beneath the cloud-like swaddling. The mites are said to be accessing the human body through nasal inhalation, and that's where the contamination begins. This moment was so spiritual for Helen, she began doing her yoga breathing exercises, inhaling deeply through the nose. Experts have asked the public to be on the lookout for early symptoms, including elevated temperatures as well as rapid swelling of the extremities. Helen was overcome with a blazing, sensual heat. Her lips felt effortlessly pouty. And even her breasts felt surprisingly full. At Road Lodge, there's no chance of our feather duvets giving you avian flu, because there are no feather duvets. Road Lodge, the no-frills one-star hotel. One holiday road trip. Multiplied by a four-year-old, plus his twin brother. Multiplied by... Plus, plus... Multiplied by... And you can expect heavy delays on the highway. Plus... Plus, multiplied by, multiplied by, plus, 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 to the power of, equals the irritation of just one single mosquito buzzing around your head. Fortunately, U plus peaceful sleep room spray equals death to that irritation. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. All right, and we are back here, Mojo. Arsenal fans. That was... <laughs> it's hot. All right, so we've got Rich on Skype here. Richard Francis is an Arsenal season ticket holder who attends every single match that the Arsenal are playing in. And uh, I believe we've got Rich on the line. Rich, how's it? Are you, can you hear hey, us? Hey, Rich, how are you? Hi there, guys. Mojo, how's hey, it going? What's happening? Are you well? Good, man. Good. So, Glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. No, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for letting us call you, actually. Sorry. Uh, so, up the Arsenal, man. UTA, tell so, us about <laughs> The cannon in the room. Guys, what a debacle, man. It's been <laughs> such a terrible season, honestly. It couldn't get any worse, and, and, and I think Spurs are going to win it, to be honest. You think oh, so? Man. Do you, do you, are you not backing Leicester to win it? Dude, I don't know. Um, I think Va- I think it might be tough without Vardy. You know, you know what that guy's like. Um but no, I, I hope they do. They've got to get two out of the next four. So that would be... I'll celebrate, guys. I'll wear a Leicester <laughs> top for weeks. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you a question. We, we see the infighting that has been publicly shown across social media with Arsenal fans, you know, traveling yep. away, I think, at Sunderland and, and, another, and a few games. You know, we see Ty and Claude who have become the sort of caricatures for, oh, no. for the club. What on earth is going on? Is there some sort of Venga out group? And then on the other side, there's the, you know, Venga for life uh, (laughs) Arsenal fans that are sitting there. And is there some sort of clash of ideologies? What is it? And please, could you explain it to us? No, it is. There's two different camps. And I mean, there's been two different camps for a long time now. But I think, you know, the Arsenal fans are just frustrated because for so long we've been promised that we're going to become... A world, you know, a world-beating club. Um, at the beginning, you know, when we moved stadiums, that was the whole idea, and we were sold this this idea. And the, 
the problem is that because tickets are so expensive, I mean, it's so expensive. Um, every game, we've got the most expensive season tickets. Do you want to share I how much they, you pay for your season ticket? <laughs> dude, it's so, so it costs £1,100 a year, but that's only four home games. Oh, okay? my God. Jesus must come back. Yeah, no, so no. it's a lot of money. And I mean, most of the people, like, as it is in English football, most of the people that go to these games are working class people mm. and they spend a huge amount of their uh, you know disposable income on football you yeah. know yeah, so true, it yeah. becomes it, it is very emotional you know if it costs you lots of money and not even for the home games when you're traveling a lot you know all the trains and so on obviously you know the golden nectars of glory that you drink quite <laughs> the often golden nectars of glory. It, it, it becomes like a you know it becomes an affair so i think that the top guys haven't managed the Arsenal fans sort of expectations because, you know, it's been promised to us for a long time. We're going to compete. And every single season, the same thing happens every single season. And I'm sorry, like it can happen for a few years, but Wenger is just stubborn. You know, I, I, I think he's a good coach, but I think he's a terrible, terrible manager. Um, you know, like, and, and Fergie was the opposite. Fergie was, I, he, he wasn't a great coach. I mean, yeah, he wasn't a great coach by his own admission. He got professionals in to do that for him. Yeah. But what he did perfectly was manage people. Yeah. So back to your question on the divide. There are people there that have just been on the brink for so long. And I think in the last two seasons, it's really, really turned. Um, and it's, it's, it's very polarized. I mean, the people who are Wenger in are like, will support him until the, he, he, no matter what he does. Yeah. And then the, the Wenger out guys are actually the, the core of the Arsenal support. Yeah. So okay. yeah, man, it's, it's, it's quite a sad state of affairs at it's, the moment, to be honest, but and, hey-ho. <laughs> and how do you, I mean, as a fan that goes and you watch the Arsenal every week at the Emirates and, you know, away games, how do you feel as personally, do you feel that you have got your money's worth with Arsenal this season? And are you Wenger in or Wenger out? Which one is it? I'm so Wenger out. <laughs> but, but I will, I will, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like abusive Wenger. Like the, yeah. the, the problem is that as with any sort of group of, you know, Wenger in or Wenger out, you've got the, you know, the, the extreme guys who, you know, they, they call them whatever, you know, they, it becomes, it, it, they take it too far. Mm-hmm. I'm very much Wenger out, but I'm not like, you know, one of those fans that begins fighting people and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just think Glad his time know. is up, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, sorry, it's just one more thing. Do you think that this is a moment for Arsene Wenger to sort of some, to look back and say, look, do I, A, get down on my knees and say, I'm sorry, or B, he carries on and says that I will change this club and take this to the next level as he's promised. I mean, what is your... Um, the thing is, I think he's already gone too far. If he if he had resigned after the FA Cup, he would have left on a high. Yeah. But he's already taken it too far to give up now, I think. Um, I think he's loyal to the club and they're loyal to him. Like, he, he is the perfect, perfect manager for the board and for the owners and shareholders because he does every season, you know, we qualify for the Champions League. You know, it's not like we the worst of fans. You're not um, or anything. Do you know what I mean? So, so <laughs> I, if, 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 if he stepped, if he stepped down now, then he really, really probably would have failed because I think he wants to see out the remainder of his contract. I think personally what he will do is he'll, stay one more season, he'll give it another real bash towards the end of next year, and I, I think he will resign at the end of next year. Okay. Rich, thanks so much for coming on to the show, man. We really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully, are you going to go watch the Arsenal tonight? Tomorrow, I'm definitely oh, it's going. tomorrow, sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, I reckon it'll be the emptiest it's ever been, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I heard, I heard they returned tickets, and they're now on general sale. It's, it's like Dude, a, they're on general sale and they're even sending out emails to like red members, you know, guys that have once Jesus. expressed an interest to see if they yeah. want to go. <laughs> All right, Rich. Thanks so much, man. I hope you have a good day and uh, we shall speak to you later on in life. Thanks so much, eh, guys. Thanks Cheers, eh. Keep well, Rich. Bye, bye. Cheers. Bye. Just to continue that, we're going to play a clip is... of uh, the Arsenal fans. Uh, man them. Man them. <laughs> Listen, bro. Listen, man. Listen, fam. This is comedy gold. Do you understand what I'm saying, fam? The defence, blood. The defence is dead, blood. What's Paul doing, blood? He has no... Like, what's he doing? 
He's a sideman fan. <laughs> he sits on the bench, he's doing nothing, blood. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Waste Fergie man. had his number two involved in the team, blood. What involvement has he got, blood? Are you seeing the defence, fam? What involvement has he got, blood? Blood, do you see the goal? Gabriel, yeah? He's like, do you know why he's a donor? I'll show you why he's a donor, yeah? Two minutes after that, or two minutes, yeah, after that, yeah? I don't know who he took out, but he took out a man in the same position, blood. Why didn't he do that in the first instance, blood? Just take him out, blood. As a centre-back, you're on the wing. You're out of position now, blood. You just take him out, blood. Yeah. Take him out. You understand? I've had you, can also, this, you can also argue that he's running the player out wide, right? No, but what's he so doing? He's running with him. He's, he's, running, he's, with him? he's running the player out, so he's sending him out wide. At least he didn't send him direct nah, into blood. the box. Nah, so he's sending him out wide, right? Where's the, where's the, where were the midfielders like the, the to deal with? Palazzi, who had the shot. And after that, we've got to say, I don't know, as I said, I was at the other end. From where I was sitting, that looked to me like a terrible goalkeeping error. It was, it was goalkeeping like, error. Like, like you said, it was just like the first game of the season, blood. It's his near post, fam. You can't get beat at your near post, blood. You understand? Everything is shaky with this team right now, blood. You understand? A man just said David. It's a confidence thing. Blood, like I said in my interview before, motivation, blood. Motivation. Motivation. Not doing nothing. Like Walcott again. Walcott again. What's he doing, blood? What's he doing, blood? What's he doing? He come off. A, he come off for five minutes, blood. What did he do, blood? What's the point, blood? What's this man doing, fam? What are they doing in the board, blood? What are they doing? I'm not the only man getting mad, you know, blood. Everyone's mad here, oh, You understand? Mm. Bear man come here and waste their money, blood. You understand? Every week, blood. You understand? The most expensive season ticket, blood. We ain't won a London derby this year, fam. We ain't won a derby this year, London derby, blood. Who do we beat? Palace away, that's it. That's it, blood. Spurs home and away yeah. draw. Yeah. Who else we done? Who? No one, fam. This team is dead, fam. They need to get rid of Wenger. They need to get well, rid of Wenger. They need to get rid of Gazidas. They need to get Gazidas. rid of everyone, blood. And all Gazidas. these dead players, blood. I've had enough of this, fam. We know what left the way you're going. I've had enough, blood. I've had enough, fam. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Arsenal fans are comedy gold. I think this has probably been one of the funniest, hilarious seasons. Fingers are waste, man, blood. What you talking about, son? Wenger. Wenger. We're paying big money for these tickets, yeah? Wenger. It is... It is hilarious. Arsenal fans, get in contact with us, man. All right. So that is the last of the Arsenal diatribes. Uh, <laughs> let us let us move on swiftly to other more important games. Man United confined Villa to relegation 1-0. Oh. Uh, Chelsea lost to Man City 3-0. Who would have seen that coming? Yeah. Stoke City's yeah, nil. Spurs. Spurs are playing like a team that wants to win a championship. Jesus. Spurs are playing like a team that wants to win it. And I, I have a sneaking suspicion they might actually do it. Do you think so? If, if Leicester City wobble in the next Can few you imagine? games... And imagine United are the ones that beat Leicester and allow Spurs yeah. to win the league. Good yeah. God. But anyhow, Spurs are brilliant. Kane is brilliant. King Kane and uh, Deli Ali, unstoppable. Fio Moja, just give us a quick roundup of La Liga, please. So Barcelona losing 2-1. Third <laughs> loss in a row. Barcelona... More than a club. More than a club. Oh, a Neville this Barcelona, uh, Valencia. Danny Perejo mm-hmm. had an incredible game. And their, their, their goalkeeper, um, I forget to, uh, Valer, what's his name? Garcia, I think it is, had yeah. probably one of the greatest games I've ever seen a goalkeeper have. Yeah. And Barcelona, three, three losses in a row. Neymar went in there, petulantly slaps, slaps, yeah. uh, the Barcelona defender at the end of the game. In the tunnel, he went there and supposedly Marco is saying that he said, I'm richer than this entire club. Yo. He said that to them. In yeah. the tunnel, referee's report still has to come in, but. Yeah. It looks like Barcelona lost in form. They're a great team still, but what can Oh, he's do? fucked. Oh, he's fucked. He's you can't fucked. teach that. <laughs> you can't teach Atletico that. Atletico Madrid 3-0 Granada. Oh, Torres. Fernando Torres again, scoring again. And one point behind Barcelona. It is squeaky bum squeaky time. Squeaky bum time. Real Madrid 5-1 against Getafe. Ah, uh, this is... Uh, but I, I, James, James comes back into the fold. But did you not see how... Every player was trying to give Cristiano the goal. Right? Did you see that? And I was, I also thought even that Hesse, that last goal in the, like the 94th minute, is an offside yeah. by the way. But yeah. even then, he could, he could have, I mean, Ronaldo was playing at his utmost and he, he goes in there. I think it was him that scored, right? Was yeah, Hesse he scored that the last the, goal. Hesse passed him yeah. the ball and yeah. he could have shot. Yeah. Bizarrely enough, I think they want him to get the Pichichi. Yeah, they And do. They do. Uh, they're supporting Ronaldo. And Real Madrid look like they've turned their season around. It's one point now and five games to go in mm. La Liga. So it, it, it could still happen. Tight. Yeah. It's it tight. It's tight. Um, anyway, a quick roundup of the South African PSL. Platinum Stars nil. Super Sport United 2. We know Nandi's crying somewhere. Bloom Celtic <laughs> 1. University of Pretoria 1. Kaiser Chiefs nil. Ajax Cape Town sucked. nil. Now, Compella. Mm. 
What does he do? What, what philosophy has oh he? God. He has this team has regressed under this guy. I'm sorry to He's say, been absolutely shit, appalling. They need to, I don't know if it's Baxter. His vocabulary though is on fleek. Oh, yeah, of course. That's a he's, he's a walking thesaurus. He's a thesaurus. Bro. Like he's a walking dictionary. You know that thing we used to have in Zimbabwe, the student's companion? Yeah, that is. <laughs> he is a student's companion. You just skip that book. You take it out. You can't teach you that. You can't teach that. You can't teach that. Uh, Bidvest Vitz, zero. Free State Stars, zero. Sundowns, two. Jomo Cosmos, nil. Back to winning ways after a wobbly start to April Sundowns. And then Jomo Sono probably drove the team bus as he got. <laughs> this man is, he's beyond the beggar's belief. He is incredible. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, Jomo Sono drives the team bus for Jomo Cosmos. Yeah. Is that really him though? It looks like him. Is that him though? I think he's, he's, you know, when you say he has shareholders when it's actually just him. <laughs> we have board meetings where it's actually just, just him. him. Yeah. <laughs> he is the epitome. Jo- go be your Jono Sono. Bro. Yeah. Go be anyway, Jonasono. Golden Arrows won Orlando Pirates four. Pirates continue their charge up the table and they now sit three points, uh, away from fifth place. Uh, fifth placed, uh, Black Aces actually. Sad, who sad, have sad. a 30,000 year old goal scorer in Collins Bissou. <laughs> What the hell? How is I mean, that guy still playing? He's he's the top goal scorer ten years or sixteen oh, years goodness. after being the top goal scorer. Like, can you imagine what, what league, league in the world? That? What can you imagine if Anelka comes back? Duncan, starts, please give us your thoughts. scoring. How do you have a league, Duncan? How do you have a league where you know, sixteen years later, Colin Colin Bissuma, Bissuma, still you're from scoring. here. You wear Uzi clothing. You tell us. I think it's a uh, it's poverty. <laughs> That's Fighting you for your much. dreams, fighting for your and dreams. not accepting that you're ever old enough to achieve what you really want to oh. be. Oh, Perfect. so it's 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 Collins Basuma's fault. Absolutely. All yeah. oh, right, it's his fault for going old. All right, all right, Uzi man. Okay, all right, all right. Um, let us move on to our theme of the week. We we we, we hope we'd have more time for this, but um, it's a very important thing that's actually at the at the heart or close to Theo Mojo's heart. Uh, we're talking about international stadium attendances, like. So if you look at, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> um, you know, football attendance is the world over, specifically when it comes to like the big clubs. So there'll always be a full stadium yeah. when Orlando Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs and Sundowns play. But any other team outside of those traditional powerhouses struggles to fill their stadium, mm. even mm. if they do have any stadiums to fill in any case. So if it's not a match between Rise Rivals or whatever, whatever, there's no, you know, there's no stadiums being filled. And obviously this leads to people not getting enough money and they can't compete yeah. and blah, 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 blah. But that's a very reductive argument. But let's just assume that is that is the, the way it is. So I think, is Brian Tavilla still this PSL CEO? I think he is, isn't he? Anyway, so speaking no. in 2013, uh, or whatever it is, mm. uh, he says attendance is a problem across South African sport, actually. He says it's not a PSL problem. I don't know. I think it's and, a PSL uh, problem. He says if you have to go to rugby, crowds have been down over the last few years. In cricket, the numbers also have been down. I don't agree. And until we've done research to find out why people aren't coming to stadiums, it's anybody's guess as to why this is an issue. I um, don't know. I th- I, we could give him a few p- p- pointers mm-hmm. as to why. I don't know. What is your... I mean, in, well, let's look at South Africa, for example. Yeah. What is your thinking of why the reasons are that stadium attendance is so bad? Um, I think it's a quality problem. The yeah, quality of the football on offer. Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, I think the onus is on the clubs themselves to cultivate and inculcate a certain culture of wanting to be at football matches yes, for their fans. That's exactly because it. Because even if you look at the... The English Premier League is a good example. Mm. I mean, you have people supporting their teams up to the fifth division, to yeah. conference level. Conference Sunday you know, League Yeovil football. Town, people will be packed yeah. in stadia to watch that little club. 2,000-seater, it's full 2000 every week. 2,000-seater, it's full every week. So I think it's, it's a culture of sport. It's a culture of football that we just don't have. Yeah. Not only here in South Africa, but in, in developing Africa, nations. In developing nations, we'll probably have more things to worry about. Like, you know... I can't pay 100 Eating. grand for a ticket if I'm not having money for bread. So yeah. it's it's probably much more nuanced and much more layered than we understand and would care to understand. But I think there is room for PSL clubs, PSL players, and all the authorities involved to say, look, what can we do to make to, stadium to attendances this, yeah. Yeah, much, much more um, you know, enjoyable? I completely agree with that. I think that... We in Africa, I think it's a different problem. We can't. We also can't base it on a European model of football because they've been at this for the last fifty, eighty years. Mm. And football in Africa has been obviously not as 
as uh, as flourishing mm. for because of colonialism and you <laughs> because know, colonialism, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and basically the distribution of income is not equal and people don't have enough money and time to go watch football. Yeah, and I think when you look at the European stadium attendances, right. The big five Premier League, Serie A, Ligue A, La Liga, and Bundesliga. In yeah. 2000, three of those five clubs were in the same place in average attendances, right? Average 30,000. Yeah. Okay. Now the Premier League is, is stagnating. Mm-hmm. The Bundesliga is growing and the Serie A and Serie A has just comp- and La Liga have completely tanked and, uh, Liga. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Serie A because of hooliganism and the and racism and racism and match fixing and actually a friend of mine is uh he's going to florence in a few weeks and he's going to watch he's going to watch uh, uh what's it, fiorentina, fiorentina yeah. playing juventus and he was trying to get tickets and suppose you cannot buy a ticket if you are an away fan at a fiorentina juventus game because they say that there's too much hooliganism and the ultras and the, the guys from the court of yeah. at the fiorentina and they they cause a lot of problems and there's stabbings which happen on a, on a daily occurrence. So wow. they've stopped that. Okay. And it is, it is impossible to get tickets and you have to carry a supporters card for Fiorentina when you go there and you go and watch a game Jeez. to stop. It is, it's bad. Wow. So that's, that's stopped that. And then also another big, so there's variable factors. Yeah. Ticket prices, yeah. as Rich was saying, yeah. expensive. Expensive, yeah. Economically, people, there's a, there's a massive, Europe is in decline while well, in Spain and you look at Italy, there is massive economic problems. Yeah. And then another big thing is the uncertainty of the quality of the match. Yeah. I'm not going to watch Getafe playing <laughs> Bayadoid or Aiba. Yeah. And you see, I mean, you go there, you'd rather go watch Platinum Stars playing <laughs> Chipper United. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but it looks like PSL, what they have to do, mm-hmm. I think solutions, right? PSL, um, I think lower ticket prizes. No ticket that prices. league, I mean, if the pay, the players are like super paid, yeah, the ones yeah. that earn a lot of money earn way too much money. I think and for the TV the deal they, is amazing. The TV deal is amazing. Subsidize ticket prices for fans. I think a lot of people want to go and watch yeah. football matches. Make I think. it twenty rand for everyone to go and watch. we'll fill stadiums. And we'll, yeah, and you'll make sure guys like you know what the opportunity cost of going to a game when it's one hundred and fifty rand mm-hmm. versus one when it's twenty rand is very different. Yeah, it is. You'd rather not sit on your couch and watch the game. You'd rather go there. Another yeah. thing that England implemented mm-hmm. was where they don't show any games on TV at three o'clock. Really? None, no games. Okay. There's Premier League games. Mm-hmm. So they'll show on a Sunday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. They will only show championship or division two yeah. and they won't have that. So the big thing is, do you go that and say DSTV shuts all the three o'clock yeah. games? So you go to the stadium. Yeah. Will that work? I don't know. I don't know. It might work. Um, let us move on quickly to our favorite. Uh, what, the laundromat. What, what, what do we call it? Do we call it a segment or, or like it's, what, it's, what is it? It's an, I don't know. All right, well, let's ele- move on to the, the laundromat. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Jomo Sono. Jomo, Jomo Sono. Jomo Sono is the everything of Jomo Cosmos. Owner, coach, player agent, and team bus driver. We all saw that picture, and because of that, even if it's not true, he's our wolf of the he's, week. He has to be. Yeah. The man is special. Gabby Egbonlaho. Went on an alcohol fueled <laughs> laughing gas hippie crack <laughs> binge wow. after his team were relegated on Saturday in London. Yeah, going ballistic. Yeah, he has had more disciplinary investigation this season than he has goals. <laughs> Fact. Factual. Fact. Uh, Sinisa Mihailovic confirms he's definitely not sexist. I'm not sexist. I just think women shouldn't talk about football. Yeah. Speaking of sexist in sports, did you see what Bernie Ecclestone said yesterday? Oh, Jesus. I saw that. For those who do not know Bernie Ecclestone, he is the, the guy who owns Formula One. Did you see As what the, the South Sea CEO said on yes. Cliff Central yesterday? On Cliff Central yesterday. <laughs> about... Yeah, bitch, what's bitch syndrome? Bitch what? switch. Yeah, bitch like switch. Women yeah. have a bitch switch. Suppose I haven't found one, but uh, supposedly it exists. Thanks, Salsi. You need to to have a certain way with women to find the bitch switch. Yeah. That yeah. Apparently, obviously, because all women have the switch. A bitch switch. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's a lot of this going around. Do you have to be a rich white man to be able to say this? I think so. Yeah. I think so. And it sort of gets away with it, you know. You, you sort of get. He's gonna be Salsi CEO tomorrow. It doesn't matter. <laughs> The bonus, the Bonambi is going to be real. The Bonambi. The Bonambi. 110% of your yearly salary, you'll probably get it at the Bernie end of the year. Bernie will still own Formula One care. next year. What did he say? He says we can't have women, women drivers for in Formula One because they can't they, drive they, a they, cars or something. And they can't be taken seriously. Yeah. And so, basically, uh, they're not a marketing tool for yeah. Formula One. Yeah. 
And then Arturo Vidal went on, went down like a sack of potatoes in last night's German Cup match. Did you see that? Oh my god. Dive, uh, ha- have some dive dignity. No, no. Have some dignity. Your he children have to watch touched, that. Though. <laughs> he went down like a, chack, a sack of chili and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> like you a sack teach, of chili and potatoes. <laughs> you can't teach that. You can't teach that. Oh yes. Like, uh, Vardy's dive was at least, had contact. It had contact. But still, xenophobic English press. Yeah, you can go you know, jump off a Jamie Vardy racist clip. Fuck the Daily Mail. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Vinnie Jones is to play ex-Leicester manager Nigel Pearson in the Jamie Vardy epic movie. <laughs> we need explosions. We need explosions. Chat shit. Whenever get back. Whenever he shoots, there must be an explosion. There must be. It, it has to be. Vardy it has to be basically like Transformers, but in a Jamie Vardy movie. Jamie so Vardy it's literally movie. like an honor. So there's going to be racism. There's going to be goals. Goals. There's explosions. Be strip clubs. Women. Did he also go to Thailand with that? He, uh, no, he didn't go to Thailand. He wasn't a part of that Thai yeah. or whatever. Okay, all right. Well. So there's going to be lots of that. Exciting stuff. Uh, Newcastle's Daryl Yanmat broke two fingers after punching punching a dressing room wall during Southampton defeat. Can you imagine what Newcastle fans have been punching? <laughs> Besides horses. Besides horses. <laughs> which they've done. Uh, go Google it. And then uh, ex-agent accuses Luis Suarez of having psychological problems and difficulties with counting. <laughs> Suarez is a liar. He is brazen and shameless. He is lying. He has psychological problems. He goes to a psychologist, but it's not working. What? Is this uh, Guardiola's brother? No, I don't, he's the Uruguayan agent. I think he had oh, okay. before okay. he went when he went to 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 Ajax. Okay. Suarez has psychological problems. World. Yeah. We've we we've we've given you the facts. Okay. As is, they are given to as us. As they are given to us. He yeah. is a psychological uh, nutcase. All right. And then an emotional Roma commentator was on the verge of tears as Francesco <laughs> Totti equalized for the Rome team in, the, in a last-minute win over the weekend. Last-minute draw, sorry. Uh, this could, I mean, this guy... But was, this could be his last season. I totally He's got it. five games left yeah, I would of cry. his entire If I was a life, Roma commentator, I'd, I'd probably be crying. Be crying. It's like... If I was watching Moses Chunga's last match. Dude. Oh my God! It is Moses Chunga, Chunga. in the last minute against Zimbabwe. Danamos. Oh, what a goal! What a Chunga goal! Chunga with Zimbabwe is rocking. Zimbabwe is rocking to the tune of the Reza <laughs> man. What a goal! What a man! Good night. Goodbye, Africa. Hello. Like something like that. That's know. exactly. Yeah, I think that's, that's I would have exactly wet right. myself. I would have wet myself. Uh, and then control out delete technical error sees Ross County FC's website. Accidentally deleted As in The entire website Literally the whole Club's <laughs> website How poor are these guys Yeah How shit are their IT systems as well It's pretty shit You can't teach that And also Proving once again That he's the sharpest Sandwich in he's the drawer He's not the sharpest Jackie boy Warshare Also known as The man that starts Fights outside clubs and hides, Suff- behind a dustbin. and hides behind a dustbin when he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Suffered a minor social media boo-boo over the weekend when he accidentally used a silhouetted picture of the three Manchester United legend, Law, Best and uh, Charlton, as his undying love for Arsenal. Wow, Jack Wilshere. Wow, Jack Wilshere. Wow, Jack Wilshere. Anyway, that's all we've got for you today on the football show. Uh, remember, oh, it's been real. It's been real. It's been, it's been fun. Been great. Uh, remember, be kind to strippers. All boobs matter. And, and may, may the, the swag, swag be, with be with you. you. Thank you. We love you guys. We love you. Cheers, bro. This is CliffCentral.com.